Welcome to the New Thought Experience Podcast. My name is Reverend Chris DiGiorgio. Each week, we will explore a New Thought topic. New Thought was founded in the 19th century and was inspired by the Transcendental Movement. Its chief belief is of an all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful divine intelligence, and spirit and human are one. And remember, we are only a thought away from changing our lives. And now to our podcast. To start our podcast, I wanted to recite the poem, The Intellect and the Heart, by Muhammad Iqbal. One day, intellect said to the heart, A guide to the misguided ones I am. Being on the earth, I reach up to the sky. Look how deep in comprehension I am. Guidance on the earth is my sole occupation. Like the auspicious kidder, in character I am. Interpreter of the book of life I am. The manifestation of God's glory, I am. You are only a drop of blood, but the invaluable rubies envy, I am. Hearing this, the heart said, all this is true, but look at me as well, what I am. You understand the secrets of life. But seeing them with my own eyes, I am. Concerning with the manifest order you are. And acquainted with the inward, I am. Learning is from you, but divine knowledge is from me. You only seek divinity, but showing divinity, I am. Restlessness is the end of knowledge, but the remedy for that malady, I am. You are the candle of the assembly of truth, the lamp of the divine beauty's assemblage, I am. You are related to time and space, the bird recognizing the sidra, I am. Look at the grandeur of my station, the throne of the God of majesty, I am. I recently heard someone say, I want to stop living in my heart, my mind, and start living in my heart. Let me say that again. I recently heard someone say, I want to stop living in my mind and start living in my heart. I want to start living in my heart more. I believe many of us live in our mind. Our mind is always speaking to us. The mind often tells us things we do not want to hear. The mind gives us both joy and suffering. Our heart gives us peace and joy. It's with this in mind we are discussing this latest chapter in Love Without End called Your Heart is your greater 
intelligence. This chapter's title then infers the mind is of a lower intelligence. So why do we listen to a lower intelligence when we have at our disposal a higher intelligence? You see, God is in your heart. God is in you. God is intelligence itself. Therefore, the heart has a great intelligence. quote from this chapter says this, It's imperative that man acknowledge the heart's higher intelligence, for the mind alone cannot tell him. So let's define intelligence from both Merriam-Webster and Dictionary.com. Capacity for learning, reasoning, understanding, and similar forms of mental activity. Aptitude in grasping truths, relationships, facts, meaning. Manifestation of a high mental capacity. Faculty of understanding, knowledge of an event, circumstance. Received or imparted news information. The ability to learn or understand or deal with the new or trying situations. Reason. Also, the skilled use of reason. The ability to apply knowledge to manipulate one's environment or to think abstractly as measured by objective criteria such as tests. Mental acuteness. Shrewdness. Christian science definition, the basic eternal quality of divine mind. Information, news. The act of understanding, comprehension. And Charles Fillmore, Unity's co-founder and revealing word, defined intelligence this way. The expression of man's powers and capacities through the avenue of the limited mental attitude termed the intellect. When the same avenue loses its boundaries and catches sight of the great sea of infinite understanding, which is always open to it, it takes on that phase of knowing, more properly termed, wisdom. With these definitions in hand, I'd like to summarize that the heart has wisdom and that the mind does not have We often talk in New Thought about Divine Mind, this infinite storehouse we can access at any time. But what the poem said above, the definition of intelligence by Charles Fillmore in the chapter tells us, is that the heart can access wisdom that the human mind cannot. I love this quote from the poem about what the heart tells the mind. Learning is from you, but divine knowledge is from me. You only seek divinity, but showing divinity I am. In a society that cherishes the mind and its intelligence, when a society continues to equate intelligence to the mind, this is a paradigm shift. Pardon the pun, but let's change our mind about our mind and our heart. Let's go beyond the limitless, limited boundaries the human mind creates, and let's open ourselves to the sea of infinite understanding the heart has. The chapter starts with this statement, The heart, which is your connecting link to God and the universe, integrates your own unique center of experience, awareness, and character with that which is beyond your comprehension. Therefore, the heart is the intelligence that connects us to divine mind, not our human mind.
Our infinite intelligence comes from divine mind, and divine mind is connected to our heart. Therefore, the person who said, I want to live in my heart more, has a point. So two questions come to mind. Why do we want to live in our heart? And two, how do we connect and live in our heart? For, com for question one, why? Some we've already answered. The heart is our in higher intelligence. Why not connect to a higher intelligence? The mind often gets fogged up by reason and experience, while those may be important factors in any decision we make. The heart might have more information the mind may not be able to tell us. The heart also has a still point. And from this chapter, here's a quote. It's the point within each person where the physical, emotional, intellectual, and intentional components of one's existence are in perfect synchrony. At that point, there is no difference in elements, time, space, and conditions. This is our personal zero point, when a person's will has been perfectly reconciled with the will of God. Therefore, we, are, we all have a personal journey we're on. Some will call it a contract for our lifetime. Our heart knows intimately our contract and our purpose. The mind does not. All the elements, physical, emotional, intellectual, and intention, come into synchrony at that still point. So for this reason alone, it's probably a good reason to start listening to the heart. But there's another reason. The heart is a magnetic vortex. Quote from this book says this, Your heart is the great generator of all your life energy. And wherever you empower your heart, you raise your energy level, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Within the heart, you will also find clarity, resolve, steadfastness, intent, stillness, respect, justice, kindness, and perceptions of, the, of greatness. As we access, access the heart, it generates our life energy, empowering our lives. The heart being this magnet provides us clarity, resolve, and steadfastness for our daily activities and our purpose. And what is life all about but living our life purpose? The heart brings us our life purpose and it energizes us. Now that we've answered the why, what about the how? How do we access the heart? It all starts with stopping the doing and just being. As we are doing, the mind is naturally engaged. But when we stop and sit, make an intention to quiet the mind, then the heart is engaged. So the way to engage the heart is to sit and listen. Clear your calendar. Take the time, then sit. Put your hands over your heart and be gentle with your heart and listen. As you continue to practice this, your heart will naturally tell you what you need to hear from it. For you to live in your heart, you must give the heart the time to be part of your life. If you are constantly on the run, your mind is more engaged and the heart has no time to inform you. To recap, there are many reasons we would want to live in the heart. It is a still point. It has a higher intelligence and it is a magnet for our lives. To access it, we have to engage it by being still and allow it to inform us. We have the power to live in our heart. And so it is. Amen.
Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. The New Thought Experience is a production of the Westchester Spirituality and New Thought Group. To find out more about us or to donate via Zelle or PayPal, you can use our email address, unityofwestchester at gmail.com. That is U-N-I-T-Y-O-F-W-E-S-T C-H-E-S-T-E-R at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook or meet up at the Westchester Spirituality and New Thought Group. Have an enlightened day.